Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. This podcast is sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. Many of you get sore, achy legs from standing all day or get asked about painful foot and leg cramps. If so, you're going to want to hear about TheraWorks Relief, a clinically proven topical foam that prevents and relieves muscle cramps and soreness. Learn more at theraworksrelief.com. And it is contest time. We are still running a contest for the best five-star review. That's right. We are starting a contest between now and January 1st, 2019 for the best five-star review on iTunes. To enter, take a screenshot or copy your review and email it to me, hillary at pharmacyadvisory.com. That's hillary at pharmacyadvisory.com between now and January 1 because we will pick the winner to receive a $100 Amazon gift card. And now stay tuned for the episode with Dr. Stephen Malin. All right. So today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast, Dr. Stephen Malin, who is working on a public partnership to combat the opioid epidemic using blockchain, AI, and medical cannabis. Dr. Malin has worked in healthcare for over a decade with three Fortune 500 companies, plus several hospitals and insurance companies. And he credits his MBA for giving him the perspective to lead effectively. Um, In 2015, he published a science fiction novel, which dropped him down the rabbit hole of blockchain, (laughs) AI, and machine learning. And uh, he became a healthcare analytics advisor for MedChain and an advisory board member for the New Jersey Tech Council. And uh, now he is working on educating healthcare companies and entrepreneurs um, through the Patient Empower blockchain on how to utilize blockchain technology to empower patients. So he's got a lot of fun things going on, and we're going to hear a little bit more about Cure All, which is this new startup that he's working on. Stephen, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary, for having me on. And uh, yeah, basically, I don't sleep. That's how I do all that stuff. So that's my secret, if anybody wants to wants to know. <laughs> exactly. I think that's are like, wow, how do you do so much? And, you know, it's like you don't watch TV and you, you know, you just, you time management skills, but uh, it is good to have some balance, you know, get, get your exercise in and, you know, try to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You gotta, you gotta hit it. That's how I kind of started with it because, you know, my first few years as a pharmacist, I worked like, like 60 hour weeks, 70, 80 hour weeks, like a lot of pharmacists when they get out and they have six figures in student loans. Uh, and, but on my days off, I would just like read, chill, do like housework or whatever. Um, and then I started writing the book. And since then, like you said, jumping down the rabbit hole, um, once you get into that rabbit hole of blockchain, you cannot get out. It's like a black hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm actually attending the Distributed Health Conference here in Nashville, which is uh, where blockchain and healthcare combine. So a lot of exciting things happening here. But uh, Stephen, yeah, I wish here, I could be there. Yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. 
You and I met at the Health Further Conference, which is uh, a festival, actually is how they they frame it, um, where healthcare innovation happens. You were able to come down to Nashville and we got connected in that way. Yeah. Um, so- that was a great conference. It was really good for connection making. I uh, learned, uh, met a lot of great people and plus first time in Nashville. So yeah, it's a fun spot for sure. Yeah. Well, Stephen, so your background has been in the retail pharmacy space, uh, but your current project is a combination of a lot of hot topics that people are hearing about. You've got blockchain, cannabis, AI or artificial intelligence. So how tell us a little bit more about how you started to learn about blockchain and why did you decide to apply it to the clinical trial space? Sure, sure. So uh, like I said before, with uh, writing the book, um, I kind of like started writing a book about what I think social media will turn into in about 50 years. So right now, like I'm sure Hillary, you have had like pretty interesting experiences with social media for better or for worse. So I kind of try to like exaggerate that and see how that would look in like a uh, virtual reality way, you know? So imagine Facebook, but with virtual reality. So um, even more crazy. Uh, but in addition to that, like adding on cryptocurrencies, uh, blockchain, artificial intelligence and all that stuff. So that's how I kind of got started with it. And then um Somehow I ended up being the uh, healthcare analytics advisor for MedChain. And then I started getting more into it through that. Um, And then in terms of cannabis, um, as a pharmacist, Hillary, it was probably one of the most amazing things that I've seen happen with my patients is with, with cannabis. So like, you know, we have our typical medications that we fill and, you know, patients don't take it. They don't like their medications. They're expensive. They have side effects. Uh, um, it's really, you know, it's just all the problems with medications. Um, but then I started basically recommending medicinal cannabis to some of my patients. And Hillary, you have no idea how amazing the responses I've got from my patients. I had patients that were on super high doses of oxycontin, oxycodone. And all of a sudden, they're off of it. I had patients that were struggling with uh, pain, anxiety, um, insomnia from chemo. And all of a sudden, they were telling me, Steve, I feel like myself again. There was like no purpose to me. There was no reason for me to live before. Um, So I was like, all right. So we have a interesting opportunity. Um, And then I started looking more into it in terms of the cannabis Uh, medical outcomes. And it's not exactly where we need to be. Uh, I could see firsthand that it works. But through, you know, through our pharmacy education, Hillary, I'm sure you had the same thing. You know, you have to learn, you have to know, you have to do objective, uh, randomly controlled trials, you have to do really strong uh, clinical trials in order to prove something is working well, you can't just rely on hearsay. Um, So I was like, all right, we have to fix this problem. And blockchain is actually the perfect way to fix that problem. And um, the reason being is because it's an immutable record. So imagine from the beginning to the end of a clinical trial, every input of data is like time stamped 
and recorded essentially forever. And it's not able to be changed. And even if it is changed, the record of the change is recorded so you could see everything. And that's perfect for a clinical trial because I don't know, Hillary, you probably saw that, um, that uh, was it a trial or is it a study that showed like 90% of clinical trials are not uh, replicable? Do you remember that? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what happened wrong with those original like studies? Well, it's probably to a certain extent, a little bit of like biased study, uh, studies that are being done um you know you could kind of fudge numbers you can do things like that so so blockchain is the perfect application uh, uh to clinical trials it, it applies perfectly it applies to a lot of things in healthcare uh but specifically uh for clinical trials so what we're basically doing with uh cureall uh which is basically an app that optimizes clinical outcomes of cannabis um, with specific interest in helping patients get off of opioids is we're asking the patient to report to us through the app how it's affecting their symptoms, how it's affecting their pain, how it's affecting their nausea, how it's affecting their anxiety. Um, in the case of seizures, how is it affecting their seizures? Uh, in defect- in uh, Crohn's, how is it affecting their uh, pain, uh, uh, diarrhea, et cetera, et cetera. And then every single time the patient enters that data point into the app, it automatically, not through us, not through an intermediary, it automatically gets recorded onto blockchain. And once it gets recorded to the blockchain, it's pretty much kind of out of our hands in terms of us being able to modify that uh, to change it in any way. And then the beautiful thing about that is when we talk to insurance companies, when we talk to the NIH, when we talk to cannabis companies, when we talk to anybody who has any interest in that clinical data, they know it's real. They know it's legitimate. Um, so I'm sure, Hillary, you understand the power, the powerful nature of that data, that kind of data collection. Um, so that's that's kind of, uh, in a nutshell, combining the blockchain, cannabis, clinical trial space. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's back up just a second and Okay, first, can you tell everyone what your book is called in case they want to check that out? Uh, I actually can't because it's under a pseudonym, and I don't want to reveal my pseudonym. It's almost like a, I'm sorry, but it's almost like a Clark Kent Superman kind of thing, oh, except okay. less. Except it's a little bit less exciting. Uh, okay. I, I can't fly, and I, uh, you know, I'm not bulletproof, which would be cool. Um, but yeah, so sorry, I can't okay. do that. all right it'll be a mystery then if anyone runs across it um and then secondly just to clarify the patients that you're referring to are not getting cannabis through a pharmacy uh because as we all know it's still a schedule one so where where you know can you share like where are the patients getting the cannabis and is your clinical trial already underway it's a great question that's a great question. So, uh, so first of all, we're in development of the app, so we haven't launched yet. Um, however, most likely because of the legal nature, you just mentioned it perfectly that it's Schedule One uh, for medicinal marijuana. But um, what we're going to try to do in the beginning is stick with CBD oil that's from hemp, not from marijuana. So cannabis can be divided into essentially two big 
groups, which is hemp and marijuana. Marijuana is extremely heavily regulated. Hemp, CBD oil, you could kind of buy at any bodega, vape shop. It's um, it's It has the same federal legal status, but the states have basically disregarded that law to the point where it's sold like salt. It's like really easy to buy. Um, but we're trying to capture the clinical outcomes of it. And um, the clinical outcomes already of CBD oil um, have shown to be pretty good. So we're starting out with CBD oil and that could be purchased uh, that will be, be able that will be able to be purchased through the app directly and shipped to your home. Um, okay. Yep. And then eventually um, as the legal environment becomes a little friendlier, um, which I've been hearing could be not in the time frame of years but it could be in the time frame of months. There's a lot of pressure on politicians in DC to change that schedule one status, uh, which would be amazing uh, for clinical research. Um, and then, yeah, eventually it would be through dispensaries uh, for medicinal marijuana. Um, although I've heard that CVS bought 300 grows in California. So once it goes from schedule one to some other schedule, or not schedule at all. I can't imagine the big pharmacy is not trying to get into that. It's a, it's going to be a multi-trillion dollar industry, no joke. Um, so uh, in the beginning, it will be dispensaries, but eventually, who knows? Okay. So how would you see patients getting involved in uh, cure all or in your your clinical trial. Okay, so um, we're basically going to be doing a crowdfund. Uh, so cure all is a membership service where patients pay. Um, we're still playing with the numbers, but most likely a hundred dollars per year, kind of like an Amazon membership. And uh, for that membership, they get they get discounted um, product um, through the medicinal marijuana route. They'll also get discounted, if not free access. Uh, to doctors who can give them authorization to receive the medicinal marijuana. One of the biggest problems I'm seeing with my patients is even getting the actual medicinal marijuana can take uh, weeks, if not months, and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and then, so we're we're going to start with a crowdfund. So if if patient if um, if your listeners uh, keep track at the website cureall.app. Uh, we're going to be launching the crowdfund through like a Kickstarter or Indiegogo platform uh, where patients will be able to contribute uh, like $100 uh, to have advanced access to that membership. Um, and then once we launch, they'll be they'll have access to the app. Uh, they'll be automatically enrolled in the clinical trial because they could give the clinical data into, uh, for the app. Um, so yeah, so that's how they can keep up. Uh, Cureall.app is the website. And as soon as we launch the crowdfund, it'll be on there. They're all, we're also going to do a crowdfund, uh, equity crowdfund. So if people are interested in becoming, uh, having a little bit ownership in this pretty cool venture, um, which is at the intersection of blockchain and cannabis, which are two industries uh, or sub-industries that are going to be exploding. Um, that's It's going to be a couple of different options to get involved. 
Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing uh, where people can follow you. So, um, Stephen, it's always interesting to see pharmacists that are in unique areas of practice. Tell us maybe how you got involved first with MedChain and uh, as an advisor for the New Jersey Technology Council. Yeah, uh, it's actually a funny story with MedChain. Um, so, so because I was like writing my book, um, I got into like editing a lot. So writing a book, I don't know if you know, Hillary, it's like 1% writing, 99% editing. <laughs> uh, so basically, you don't really get good at writing, you get really good at editing. Um, so what happened was MedChain. Um, oh, okay, let's rewind a little bit. So basically, because I got into the whole blockchain thing and I'm like working in the pharmacy every day. And I was like, you know, it'd be really good to like apply electronic medical records onto the blockchain. It'd be amazing. Um, so I just, yep. I Googled blockchain EMR and the first thing that came up was MedChain. And I went to the website and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. And then they're like, uh, there was a tab saying download our white paper. And for your listeners that don't know, white paper is kind of like a, a short business plan. It's like a PDF, like, like nice looking business plan, like 10, 20 pages. I downloaded it and it was not exactly, it was good, but it was not to par uh, with my like writing standards or whatever. So basically I just uh, edited the white paper and um, definitely being a pharmacist helped me in that regard from the perspective of a a healthcare practitioner who works with patients. Um, and then I just forwarded it to my edits to the uh, CEO. And I was like, you know, I really love what you're doing. I think this is great. I actually wanted to do something like this, but since you guys already started, uh, I'll let you guys have it. <laughs> and I, um, I was like, I would love to get involved with uh, your company and help you guys grow. And uh, that's how it kind of started with MedChain. Uh, New Jersey Tech Council, um, that was after we kind of started the company and we were going to different meetups. And that's what I would advise your listeners, you know, who are pharmacists to do is get out of the pharmacy, get out of your home and just go out into the world and just meet people, go to meetups, go to meetup.com um, and join like groups um, that you think would be interesting um, and just go out and meet people. Like, just like we met in Nashville, um, you know, it's amazing um, what could happen if you just meet people. And basically we went to a New Jersey tech council, um, meeting and, uh, I met the people there and they kind of uh, invited, uh, me to be on their advisory board, um, and, you know, be involved in the tech council and the direction of where they're going. Um, so overall, I would just say, just go out and meet people. Yeah, that's some great advice. Well, you know, and two, you're brave. So you approach them um, with value. So you took the time to actually make constructive edits right. and you sent it over in a, you know, a non-threatening way. Like, hey, wow, this is really impressive. I'd love to be involved type of thing. Yeah. And you brought you. So it's really important in how people approach others. And, you know, you've always got to think about how you're bringing, you know, what are you bringing to the table and how are you bringing uh, value? But yeah. Yeah. That's well, the golden rule. Well. Do unto others as you'd like them to do unto you. You know, if you're the CEO of a company, you want to want some, 
guy from New Jersey emailing you, you, you idiot, look at this white paper. What did you do? <laughs> so yeah, definitely uh, tact is important for sure. And every, awesome. every place in life, hundred percent. Definitely. Well, those are some great uh, tips that you could also share with with other young pharmacists. I think a lot of times people are are a little more introverts, but you've got to be able to put yourself out there and um, just start, you know, making some good connections. Right, so, exactly. Stephen, thanks so much for being a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Hillary, thank you so much for having me on. Um, for people that want to email me directly, they could email me at steve at cureall.app. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Hillary. Talk to you soon. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at www.pharmacyadvisory.com. And it is contest time. We are still running a contest for the best five-star review. That's right. We are starting a contest between now and January 1st, 2019 for the best five-star review on iTunes. To enter, take a screenshot or copy your review and email it to me, Hillary at PharmacyAdvisory.com. That's Hillary at PharmacyAdvisory.com between now and January 1 because we will pick the winner to receive a $100 Amazon gift card. And now back to our sponsor, TheraWorks Relief, because it works for muscle cramps or relief. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.